Black Out Loud Media Group. Welcome back to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast, the place where poetry meets conversation. I'm your host, Terrence P. Elmore. And before we get into today's topic, make sure you hit that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Also, please subscribe to my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. And if you find any value in this episode or any other episodes, make sure you leave a heartfelt review. So with that being said, let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Today is World Poetry Day, and so today I'm going to share a few poems. Um, most people don't know that I have two poetry books. A lot of people think that I just have one, which is Love Letters, a collection of poems, but I actually have two. I released The Essence of Love February of 2020. I had a book signing, and that was supposed to be the first of many book signings, but then COVID hit. And that was an interesting time for all of us, and so people really weren't paying attention and to be honest i really wasn't promoting that book but today i'm gonna read some poems from that book and also my first book and i'm also going to read a poem from my up-and-coming book which is entitled pain is not our only paintbrush so world poetry day is a day that recognizes the unique ability of poetry to capture the creative spirit of the human mind you can celebrate world poetry month by buying one of my books I have a special going on right now for a very limited time. It's code World Poetry 23 and you can get 30% off. And that's at my website, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Um, another way you can celebrate Poetry Day is watch a poetry reading. Number three is share poetry with people of all ages. Poetry is a very good way to help children learn how to read and appreciate reading because it's not as extensive as a full book. Four, add some poetry on your to-read list, which goes back to me. I have two poetry books, so add one of those to your reading list. Five, start writing some poetry on your own. Five, to me, is the most important because what I found in a lot of conversations when people find out that I write poetry, they think it has to be this complicated thing like William Shakespeare or Robert Frost, something deep like that. But poetry is basically an expression of the heart expression of your feelings expression of who you are and it's an art form that connects whoever reads the poetry to you and oftentimes it reconnects them to themselves so don't be afraid to write a poem you can write a short poem there's a lot of short poem forms out there one of my personal favorites are haikus which is three lines the first line has five syllables the second line has seven syllables and the third line has five syllables. Then there's the Sincane, which has five lines. The first line has two syllables. The second line has four. The third line has six. The fourth line has eight. And the fifth and last line has two. It's real fun. It's real fun to try to limit yourself to an idea with just a certain amount of syllables. So try one of those. Um, there's also an Elfshin. Elfshin has five lines also, but the first line has one word the second line has two third line has three the fourth line has four and the fifth line has one so maybe you can try one of those but i do encourage you to write something write a poem see how it makes you feel um share it out don't be afraid don't be intimidated just just do it i'm going to start off with a poem from 
love that is a collection of poems this poem is called search i actually found this poem in a facebook note for those of you who've been on facebook that long remember when facebook had notes you could write well i found this in the process of me writing my book and i was like wow i'm gonna add this to here so this one is called search if you search you will find me if you search you will see me if you search you will talk to me if you search you will learn me if you search you will hold me if you search you will feel me if you search you will complete me if you search i will love you forever if i search i will discover you were here the entire time that one is called search that's on page 39 love letters a collection of poems let's see if i can get another one in here for you all and i've already read she in a previous episode that one was the one that got this whole thing started so this one is called good night as the end of the night draws near i'm reflecting back on the evening we've just experienced together i'm reflecting on how tomorrow morning when i open my eyes this very moment will be on my mind i'm reflecting to that moment when i asked can i take you out to dinner and you said yes I'm reflecting back to the song I was singing when I was getting ready. I'm reflecting back to the conversations I anticipated us having as I practiced and prepped. I'm reflecting back to finally getting dressed and the nervousness setting in. Keep it cool is what I kept telling myself. I'm reflecting back to the car ride on the way to pick you up, trying to get the right music together. Something sexy but not suggestive. Something smooth but not seductive or we can ride in silence. I'm reflecting back to when I rang the doorbell and you answered with the most beautiful smile my eyes had ever seen. I'm reflecting back to, I'm reflecting back to how the evening had none of the conversations I had rehearsed. And it's cool because the conversations we did have were better than what I could have imagined. Now we're at this moment. I kiss you on your forehead and say goodnight. And that one was called goodnight. That is on page 112 and 113. And next, I'm going to read something from The Essence of Love. This one started off with some letters I have in here. There's a letter from. So this one starts off with some letters. There's a letter from Skeptical. There's a letter from Insecure. There's a letter from The Brokenhearted. And all of these have a response from Love. So I'll read this one here from Insecure. Dear Love. I've seen you in the life of others, but I've been longing for you to become part of my life. I started settling for versions of you that were my own. In fact, I took what was the opposite and made it true. Wearing disrespect like a badge of honor became second nature as if showing me respect would be anything but true because I didn't deserve it. Words that tore down my self-esteem and broke my identity became beautiful ballads, bruising fists against my face became sweet as a gentle touch. Love, I don't know you without the presence of hurt and pain because I've never experienced anything else. Tell me that you're real. With regards, insecure. And then love responds, Dear insecure, when I show up, I show up special for two hearts that enter with one purpose. What I am for you and another will not be in comparison to what you see. There may be some similarities, but that's as far as it goes. Never settle because the standards you set are the things that cause me to become real and you truly start to believe. 
Once you believe, you will be able to see that you are deserving of everything that I have to offer. Words that will empower you, words that will uplift you, words that cradle you with dignity. That's what will confirm what you know deep down inside of your identity. Reinsuring hands that touch you with tenderness, only I can bring. I won't show you hurt, I won't cause you pain. Yours always, love. And then, going to some different poems here. This one is called Purpose. Happiness found its way into their lives and brought them together. Once happiness found its way into their lives, it opened their hearts. They came together with open hearts, ready to receive love and experience its true forms. When he opened his heart, she was able to take her place to live in it forever. When she opened her heart, he was able to take his place to always protect it. When he opened his heart, clarity consumed his mind. When she opened her heart, trust occupied her thoughts. Love found its way into their lives and its permanent place into their hearts. The essence of love saturated every thought, every conversation, and every action. The embodiment of love revealed this purpose and established a path of fulfillment. And this one is called Purpose, again, and that's on page 75. So lastly, I'm going to read this poem that I have been working on. I'm still not finished with it yet, but my friend Kate Vallman from Create For No Reason podcast, she's an excellent writer, has a dope podcast. Make sure you check it out. She shared a poem on her podcast that she wasn't finished with. So that has encouraged me to do the same. So this next poem is called Black Love, and it's in my upcoming book, Pain is Not Our Only Paintbrush. A few years ago, I was a guest blogger on a blog series called Views from the Mandem, from Jenna's Worldview. Uh, she's a traveling lifestyle blogger. Check her out on YouTube. Also check out her blog. But my topic was black love, and I did a blog piece on that. So what I decided to do was to turn that blog piece into, and I'll put that in the show notes if you want to read that but what i decided to do was turn the blog piece into a poem that would be fitting for this book because pain is not our only paintbrush and i'm still working on it but this is what i have so far black love isn't just an ebony adjective it's deeper than the melanin in our skin black love is a representation of strength that exists when black men and women come together Strength that breaks the strongholds of discriminations and lifts up the heaviness of oppositions. It's the motto of resilience and influential progress in our communities. Black love is about excellence and legacy. Black love is iconic like Ruby Dee and Ozzie Davis. Standing the test of time, inequality and injustices. Showing the world that love exists inside of being black. Showing the world that love exists even when the world doesn't love us back. Black love is presidential like Michelle and Barack Obama, the royal family for the culture, an example of what it looks like when we love our families, daughters having the example of what it's like to be treated like a lady, showing that respect is a crown fit for a queen. Black love is nostalgic like grandfathers and grandmothers, the leaders of the family, the pillars of the community, a time when the community was family and it was the love that held it together. 58 years until death did my grandparents part, but their love is a legacy that lives on. It's the love that exemplifies family as the cornerstone of black love. It's not a movement to be anti-everyone else, but a lifestyle that unapologetically celebrates who we are. 
the most important component of anything without substance is foundation. So when it comes to black love or any love, self-love is that foundation, not just a love for your skin tone, facial features, or the texture of your hair. It's loving the person you are inside as well as on the outside. It's truly knowing your value without anyone else's validation. Self-love is influential when it comes to the type of people we're attracted to and the types of relationships we get into. We can't pour from an empty cup. So it's important to note that we can't truly love someone unless we love ourselves. We can't fully receive love without knowing firsthand what love feels like. We must trust ourselves enough to love and to be loved. Having examples of love allows us to love optimistically. Being a part of love allows us to love intentionally. Black love is knowing and being comfortable with who you are so that we can love without limits or restraints. Black love is a phenomenon that's the fabric of our past, present, and future. Still kind of working on that one, but that one will be in the new book. So happy World Poetry Day. Just thought I'd stop in and give a shout out. Um, also look forward to next month. Next month is National Poetry Month, so I'm going to have some poets on. We're going to have some pretty good conversations. So um, remember, get out there and celebrate World Poetry Day if you're listening to this after World Poetry Day. That's fine. You can still celebrate poets. Like I say, with everything else, we set aside a certain time to celebrate, but you can be doing these things every day. Until next time, remember, keep pushing forward. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Terrence B. Elmore, and this is the place where poetry meets conversation. Hit that follow button and turn on your notifications so you won't miss an episode. Check out my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Also connect with me on Instagram at thebrownsugarcafe. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and as always, remember, keep pushing forward.